This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. Active Skin Repair uses a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which mimics our natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. We've been loving Active Skin Repair for all the cuts and scrapes that show up in the active toddler life. Sage loves that there's both the spray version, but also a cream version. He likes to get to choose which one he's going to do. He calls it the magic cream. And it's been so great for taking care of Mila's neck rash now that she's full on teething. Can we get a minute for a teething three and a half month old? What in the world? Active Skin Repair has thousands of five-star reviews and the ingredients so safe and clean, they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest. Keeping it simple with one soothing solution for all your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code VILLAGE. That's www.activeskinrepair.com, code VILLAGE, for 20% off your order. You're listening to Voices of Your Village, episode number seven. Today, I'm going to dive into my Fab Five. There are so many products on the market for these tiny humans, and it can be so overwhelming. So today, I broke down my five favorite products for the sleep environment. I went into like kind of what that even means, what the sleep environment means. And then my five favorite products kind of all throughout the sleep environment spectrum. I also created a freebie that really outlines all of these for you. In case you're on the go right now and you can't take notes, all that jazz, you can snag the freebie at seedandso.org slash freebies or head over to our Instagram and snag it from the link in my bio. After you listen to this, pop on into Instagram and let me know what your favorite product is. If you use any of these already, what brands you love, and what you literally feel like you couldn't live without. All right, let's do this thing. Welcome to Voices of Your Village, a place where parents, caregivers, teachers, and experts come to support one another on this wild ride of raising tiny humans. We combine decades of experience with the latest research to create the modern parenting village. Let's dive into honest conversation about real parenting challenges so it doesn't have to be this hard. I'm your host, sleep consultant, child development specialist, and passionate feminist, Alyssa Blass Campbell. Often when I say that I am a pediatric sleep consultant, I just am met with like blank stares or questions like, what even is that? Um, I mean, I think that's fair, right? Like I had no idea that sleep consulting was a thing until I guess I was in my master's program and I was working with this family and realized like this kid their tiny human was taking naps for me that they would just call Alyssa naps. And I started to wonder like, well, why isn't she doing this for her parents? And then I started to look at like how her overnights were affected when she was, when she would have like Alyssa naps and just started to like see patterns and like get interested in this. And so I was checking out different programs in my area and there was this awesome like parenting organization 
And I was interested in starting to work for them once I finished my master's. And literally months before um, I finished, they shut down. They went bankrupt. So I guess, like, whatever, I escaped that. But uh, then I was like, well, what do I do? Uh, I went on to be a director of a child care center here, but I uh, never stopped sleep consulting. So I just started to, like, get interested in it. And then I wound up meeting with the woman who was the director of that uh, sleep program that I was just telling you about and was mentored from her and started just reading, like asked her for anything that I could read or places I could learn and just started absorbing all this different information and, and learning about the different components of sleep. And what I learned is that there are three components to sleep. There's biology, environment, and behavior. And so I'm going to spend different episodes and different ones. Um, but I today want to really look at environment. This is one that like, if we can tweak things in the environment to make your tiny human sleep better, like it's kind of an easy fix. So I like to start looking at environment first, and then I usually look at biology And then as a last resort, I look at behavior. Um, But while I share facts about like environment and what that should look like, I'm also going to share my five favorite products for environment. So first thing that we look at is light. I talked about this in episode number five in the daylight savings episode. Uh, Light plays a huge role in sleep. It regulates our circadian rhythm. It can wake us up. It can make it hard to go to sleep. It plays such a big role. So this is a crucial one. And because of that, item number one on the list is blackout curtains. Uh, I would love to put them in every childcare center, in every bedroom. They are the dream. I have them in my bedroom. Every tiny human I have will have them in their bedroom. Uh, I have a sleep a consulting friend who, um, when she travels, she brings black garbage bags and tape and she tapes them up in the windows uh, where her kids are sleeping so that they essentially have like blackout curtains. These are huge. They prevent early morning sun from coming in to wake your little one literally at the crack of dawn. And they keep summer nighttime sun out of the bedroom so that melatonin can start producing. I also love them during nap time to help kids sink so we're not seeing those little like 30-minute cat naps. Uh, These are the dream. I don't care what blackout curtains you use. I don't care the style of them, just as long as they keep the sun out. Um, There are also like blackout shades if you prefer that. Next, let's take a look at sound. A lot of people think that we want like this perfectly quiet um, space for tiny humans to sleep in, and it's actually not the case. I mean, we don't want them waking up to like you cooking or you um, doing getting ready in the morning for work or your other tiny human screaming or crying. Um, That's not the kind of noise I'm looking for. But instead, I'm looking for just a a consistent white noise. There are a number of sound machines out there, and some of them have like automatic shutoffs at certain times. Some of them have different noises. You could have like rainfall or a song or birds or whatever 
My favorite is literally just consistent white noise, not because it's my favorite sound ever, but because the consistency won't wake them up when they are coming like into wake cycle. It won't like bring them more awake. It'll just be a consistent sound for them. So we all come into wake as adults. Our REM cycles are an hour and a half at night or about that. And usually at the end of every REM cycle, you'll like roll over, you'll do something, you'll like move in some manner, and then you go right back to sleep. And for kiddos who aren't syncing their REM cycles, you're going to be seeing them just about every hour and a half. And our goal is to sync them. So one of the things that's helpful here is having a sound machine so that when they come into wake, they don't hear outside noise. Like say they go down at seven o'clock at 8.30, if you're like up and talking or whatever in the living room, say, and they hear you, they might cry out for you. Um, Same thing at like 10 o'clock, unless you're me and you're already asleep by 10. Um, So the white noise can really like drown out the sound. It's especially helpful in the morning and at nap time. I have put white noise machines in so many childcare centers. (laughs) Every place I've ever consulted with, I've suggested sound machines. One thing to be mindful of here is the, like the decibels. Right now, the like NICU standard across the U.S. is 50 decibels for the, like the most vulnerable tiny human ears. So most sound machines, though, can go up to like 75 decibels. What I suggest doing is just making sure that the sound machine isn't like right next to their head or isn't on like the crazy loudest setting. I usually put it like in the middle of the road and just like raise it like put it on a nightstand or just like move it like across the room or something like that mine's on my dresser it just really shouldn't be like in the crib or right next to their head in terms of the products that like shut off even my favorite sound machine has a little button on the side that you can click like turn off at 30 minutes or whatever i i would love to chat with the makers of these like that doesn't make sense to me because the sound machine is really supposed to be there for when they come into wake so for like a nap cycle if they're going to wake up at 30 minutes and the sound machine is going to shut off at that time, that's when we want the sound machine on. So I would suggest like turning off that automatic shut off on the side if that's a choice or getting a sound machine that doesn't automatically shut off at a given time. Um, and there's like one sound machine out there that's pretty cool uh, that's new that you can like control from your phone uh, a lot of the features, which is, which is really rad. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being back to work after maternity leave has been so good and frankly, so hard. I love what I do and I missed collaborating with my team while I was out and it's been a tough transition. The combination of a packed schedule and still being the milk machine for me, Levine, it's hard to juggle everything. I feel so grateful for my weekly therapy hour. Sometimes I'm just holding so much and I need a safe space to let it out and get it off my chest. I've noticed that when I don't release it, it comes out anyway, but usually in ways that aren't aligned with how I want to show up in the world. BetterHelp is such a convenient, flexible option for parents who just can't take the travel time to get to an in-person therapy visit. It's entirely online. You can show up in your jammies, always a win in my book, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're on your way to feeling heard. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash voices today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash voices. 
Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution for women of all ages. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormone changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormone Harmony is perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put your life on hold, like hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all these things. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code VILLAGE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code VILLAGE for 15% off today. So number two was sound machines. And now we're going to take a look at like the temperature and the air. So we often worry about kids like getting too cold, but actually we want to look at the flip side. We don't want them to get too warm. Um, If you think about yourself in like a hot summer night where there's no fan or no AC, it can be really hard uh, to get comfortable and sleep when you're too warm. What we're really looking for here is like 65 to 72 degrees for a tiny human uh, for their room to be. And then my third favorite product is a sleep sack. A sleep sack is an awesome alternative to blankets. So you can literally put them on and zip them up. The only thing I would suggest is like steering clear of like the really fleecy ones or the very heavy ones. Um, Again, we're just not looking for them to get too warm. I would put kiddos in PJs and socks and a sleep sack as long as you're between that 65 to 72 degree range. It's really all they need. If your child's waking up sweaty, dial down the temp or swap out a a sleep sack for like a muslin one. Something more breathable. Also, as like a small PSA here, I really wish the makers of sleep sacks would stop with the fear-based marketing on their sacks saying things like, back is best. Uh, I've worked with families who are literally rolling their kids over if they roll to their stomachs because they're afraid of them being on their stomachs. And that's not at all what we want here. Uh, I wish instead we could work on providing like safe sleep environment so that a kid who's sleeping on their stomach is on like a hard mattress without extra blankets, things like that, instead of the consistent they need to be on their back. Almost all kids that I've encountered eventually move to their stomach and that's where they're coziest and that's where they end up sleeping the best. Of course, we want to be mindful of this right away from infancy, but there's just so much fear-based information out there about this and it really bothers me that there are now like little messages on the sleep sack as well as as if like there wasn't enough fear-based info out there already. Sorry for that little rant. If you're a sleep sack maker, send me an email. I'd love to chat. So the next thing is also like a temperature air product. Uh, This is number four on my list, humidifiers. They're so key, especially for those winter months when the heat is on. Literally when I pop my heat on, I pull out my humidifier and it's a consistent thing throughout winter. We use it every single night. 
if the air is dry, it can absolutely affect sleep. It can also like affect our immune systems and the cold and like coughs and things like that. So humidifiers are a great tool here. Another little PSA, a lot of these humidifiers have like a blue green light that is on while they're on unless it's like empty and then it's red. I wish we could swap that. Like if they're, I don't know why they need to have a light anyway. I wish that they just had no light, but if they're going to have a light, why can't it be the warm light? Uh, cool light inhibits our production of melatonin. So also if you work for a humidifier company, please reach out. I'd love to chat, but all in all, I'd rather have a humidifier with cool light than no humidifier at all. So, so it is. My last product, so this isn't actually environment, but it is like a sleep product that I love. This actually is like on the topic of behavior. The okay to wake clocks. I think they're a really cool idea for like toddlerhood and beyond for kiddos, especially kiddos who like have just moved to a bed and might be testing the like, when can I get out of bed rules? Uh, the okay to wake clocks. Some of them you can even also like set like like that other um, noise machine I was talking about. I think it also has like an okay to wait clock built into it where you can like set it from your phone from like an app. So you could say like, okay, turn on at this time. And that means that like if they wake up and they see the light on, they can get up. And if they wake up and they don't see the light on, then they're not supposed to get out of bed. I think it's really cool for like kind of enforcing those boundaries with a tangible thing that doesn't also wake you up or that they're not like waking up from nap and just like calling out like I'm awake can I get up now it's like those timers that like have a visual piece like sand or something going through them I think it's just a really good visual aid for for kiddos to use so those are my five favorite sleep products but I'm gonna throw in a bonus number six for the last like year or so, I just like watched some of my friends online using Young Living essential oils. And I even like bought some like off brand essential oils from like Amazon. I was like, maybe I'll try these out and didn't really know what to do with them. And I don't know, I just was like kind of lost. So I li- they like lived in my cabinet and I really did like nothing with them. And I just kept like watching my friends and finally reached out to one of my friends who's like not super crunchy. I would say I'm like, I don't know, middle of the road crunchiness. Uh, But she was like, honestly, like my kid has been in daycare for almost like her whole infant toddler life and has never been sick. And I use oils every day with her. She's like, it's nothing like wild or crazy. It's just like pretty basic, like immunity roller. And I diffuse some stuff. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of wild. Like, I've worked in school. I've seen how quickly germs travel and all that jazz. So I was intrigued. And I was like, all right, where do I start? So the cool thing about Young Living is, A, it's like organic seed to seal. So I trusted that part. But B, you can only buy it through another member because they add you to, like, their group of people. And you have... A community to like learn from. So I got this starter kit and then I got to watch a video about like what do you even do with these things and how could I use them starting tomorrow and they have been a game changer. I use them for a number of things but I have started incorporating them with our sleep. 
I use a diffuser every single night in our bedroom and sometimes I just diffuse like sleepy oils uh, and other times I diffuse like immunity boosting oils that we can like take in while we're snoozing. So this is another thing I would suggest and like I said you can only get them through members so if you know someone awesome if you don't and you're interested let me know I'm happy to connect you and like help you learn more about it and all that jazz. I feel like I'm still like learning about it but I I've definitely started incorporating it in, in our sleep and I'm, I'm down. So those are my six favorite products for sleep. And I have created a like freebie for you that really has all six in there that you can kind of take and, and print off if you're like driving or whatever and you don't want to, um, you can't like take notes on this now. You can snag the freebie from our website, seedandsoorg slash freebies. Or you can head to my Instagram. There will be a link in my bio. You can snag it there too. All six will be there for download for you. Awesome. I can't wait to hear like how these products work for you and what which ones are your favorites. So pop over to Instagram and comment on my latest post about this. I would love to hear what works for you, what you have found in terms of different brands that you really love. Uh, yeah, share the love. Thanks for tuning in to Voices of Your Village. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.seedandsow.org podcast. If you love the show, take two minutes to leave a review and spread the love. Thanks for joining our village. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.